0: All right. Welcome to episode 238 of the podcast. Today, we have uh, the CTO of Kira on with us to explain what Kira is in the Kira network. How are you doing today, man?
1: Hi, I'm great. Thank you for asking.
0: Of course, of course. It's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, Very excited to chit chat about it and kind of learn about what you guys are doing. Tell me a bit more about yourself, though um what what's your story like how did you get into the space um how did you get into this wonderful world of crypto and blockchain that we love
1: so my name is matt uh, i'm originally an electronics engineer uh, but i was always passionate about software development so that's what i mainly uh pursued uh, i started in crypto around the time uh Even before I started the university, uh, those were like 2011, 2012. uh, I I started by mining Zcash and Dogecoin as well. Um, I was actually using Zcash to kind of pay for my daily expenses. I was told to do my dorm and so on. So uh, that's how I got in pretty much. Uh, I worked uh, for uh, Barclays Bank in Czech Republic after I graduated electronic engineering. Uh, Then uh, after a few years, I moved to to Switzerland. Uh, I worked for Pt.com, a cryptocurrency exchange. Uh, Even before that, I was uh, involved with set of finance. I was doing software development for them, security, uh, infrastructure, cloud, uh, I moved all that to pt.com, to all that knowledge, and uh, shortly after pt, uh, I met uh, with the CEO uh, Milana in uh, Prague during the CON 4 BioLift conference, uh, Ethereum conference, and uh, then we started working on Kira.
0: Nice, nice. Well, it seems like you bounced around quite a bit from country to country and before you ended up here.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: Did you did you like living in all those different places, or was it for work, or, or why did you bounce around so
1: much? It, it was mostly work. I, I never never really mattered to me that much if I'm like enclosed in one space in one country or enclosed in another space in another country. Um, Sometimes I was traveling and sightseeing, so <laughs> didn't really mm. matter that much. Got
0: it. So, tell me about Kira um, being a part of the team, being the CTO. What is uh, the Kira network? What are you guys trying to accomplish?
1: So, I think the simplest explanation is that Kira is a layer one. If you are familiar with um, Ethereum, um, Polkadot relay chain, Cosmos Hub, or any other project which call uh, which call us to uh, secure and host other, either dApps or parallel chain then uh, that's what Curious. is. It's, it's a layer one but it works a bit different uh, than your typical uh, proof of stake and, and proof of work coins.
0: Nice. Uh, I know that you guys work primarily to connect Web3 applications through your guys' platform. How does that work more specifically, how does that ecosystem come together to connect these different
1: applications? So Kira was originally designed to be a part of Web3. So to exist in parallel to other networks rather than be, let's say like a central hub or like event horizon outside of which nothing should really exist because it is not safe to exist outside of it. Uh, we design a Kira as a network that could live in parallel to other chains and give you this compatibility stack so that you can um call an application on Kira from another network outside uh, from outside and, for example, be able to execute, for example, a trade on the text on Kira. Uh, that, was the, that was the main goal uh, when it comes to the tech design.
0: Got it. Um, what, what are some of the apps or applications that you guys have begun to put together in this ecosystem for, for Kira?
1: So right now we are starting with just a supplement layer so your relay chain okay. you can compare it to your polka dot relay chain uh that was going to then be used to secure the dapps which would be running on their own uh parallel chains it's just in case of kira the the dapps they do not necessarily have to be a blockchain uh so what we are using is technology uh, which dot initially introduced uh, but resigned from it it was uh, it is a fisherman approach uh, to security so that uh, we can have a uh, number of validators which can secure applications uh, which are heterogeneous they are not homogeneous they don't have to be the same copy of what we are running and they, they um, then the state is settled on main relay chain what we are doing is that you can uh, run Any kind of code, as long as this code is deterministic, it doesn't have to be blockchain. It can be a Docker container running your application. And then the network is tasked with ensuring that whatever was computed, it was computed correctly. And then the account balances are settled on the main relay chain, which secures those uh, apps. Do
0: you guys have any examples or strategic partnerships in place right now that kind of better explain um, what type of applications?
1: It's it's not any particular, it's a generic computing um cloud. It doesn't have to be any particular app. Like we are geared toward specifically DeFi because Mm -hmm. of how our consensus was designed. Uh Kira is a bit different than your Polkadot or Ethereum 2.0 network and it differs that um, it is Proof-of-Stake. However, you do not secure the network with just one token. You can secure the network with any token, so you can take your Bitcoin, you can take your Ethereum, you can bring them through the decentralized bridge you can stake your Bitcoin, you can stake your Ethereum on Kira to secure Kira. Mm-hmm. And, but the tokens you are staking, they remain liquid. So because they remain liquid, uh, they can be used with dApps. You can trade your stake, you can use your stake to yield farm, and you can um, utilize it for flash loans or for any other purpose. Uh, mm-hmm. You can even transfer them outside and even stake them again uh, on some other chain that would also be able to support the same consensus that Kira is supporting, uh, or vice versa. You can bring a token, a staking derivative, bring it on to Kira and stake it again to kind of double your staking rewards. Uh, so we are built so that you can bring in the assets, secure the chain. And then use the assets that you are staking within that network. So whether this is trading, whether this is staking, uh, it is a generic purpose. We will create an example uh, in form of an uh, interchain exchange protocol so that you can bring, take all your coins and you can trade them uh, similarly to only Uniswap. Uh, So this is, I think, is going to be the first use case, first example. So uh, a decentralized DEX, and with this pattern, we'll be able to show it to the developers in the community and show them, okay, here is a design pattern, you can take it and you can change it, build up from there anything you wish and you can use any language you want. You don't have to use EVM, you don't have to use Rust. As long as your code is deterministic, it's meaning that anyone who computes, recomputes the operations you did can arrive to the same result. You can run it and Kira, Kira will run it for you. Uh, and that's kind of, I think the first use case, it's number one. Showcase uh, what can be done with, like, the simplest bags example, and then expand towards any type of DeFi app, um, or maybe even gaming apps that there might be useful. for.
0: Yeah, I know you mentioned that the examples are generic. On your website, under token economy, you have Uniswap, PancakeSwap, CoinGecko, AscendEX. Um, can you give me some more of those examples? Are those actually in your ecosystem right now? Um, or are those just examples of the type of uh, applications that can be?
1: I think those are just partners, I, either partners or, or, or ecosystems where we are listed. Uh, so like CoinGecko, like uh, example of the applications. Yeah, mm-hmm. the simplest example of, of the application would be something like Uniswap. So you can bring your, let's say, Bitcoin to Kira and then you can trade it. Or you can stake your Bitcoin, make passive income, and then use the derivative that the network would give you and trade it. I know, trade it for Ethereum, trade it for stable coins, or use the Dex for some other purpose you have in mind. Got it. Um,
0: in terms of, and you mentioned staking on, on Kira a couple of times as well, how does that work? Um, Depending, and what kind of things can you stake through Kira?
1: So Kira is designed to allow you to stake any asset, which means okay. uh, you can stake both fungible assets and non-fungible assets. and the reason you can stake any asset is because we have our own custom consensus. We don't go and like copy paste. Uh, Polkadot, uh, DPoS, DPoS, or from Cosmos or some other network, we design our own consensus from scratch, so that you can bring any asset, uh, and that asset can be white listed by the governance for staking, and then it can be bond- bonded to the validators you trust, so that you can increase the security of the chain. You can uh, Kira can thanks to this mechanism, the Kira can scale the security, similarly a proof of work can scale uh hash rate, right? And that's that's how it can scale the security. In typical proof of stake, you cannot do it, right? You got limited how much value can be there at stake, how much people really can trust your network is limited to how much your token is worth. In our case there is no such limit. You can bring any asset at any amount and you can add it to the stake so that you can increase the trust. Uh, how this mechanism works is fairly simple. Once the governance um, does its due diligence and determines that, oh yeah, this token is not a scam token, it can probably be safely staked and it will add really value at stake, which is the most important factor. Uh, then you can simply bond it, like you can bond uh, dots on Polkadot Chain or you can uh, bond uh, Atoms on Cosmos Hub or Ethereum or Ethereum 2.0. It's just you can bring any token and you can stake it. Uh, the difference is that when your tokens are staked, they are not uh, locked. They remain transferable, but they remain transferable in the form of staking derivatives. So, if you, for example, if you bring your Bitcoin, and uh, transfer it to Kira through the centralized bridge, uh, then you can, and you stake it, you receive one to one derivative. So for one Bitcoin you stake, you receive one Kira Bitcoin, which represents mm-hmm. that Bitcoin that you stake. So your original token is locked, it's securing the network, but the value of your token representing that stake is transferable and that gives you ability to um, use your use the value of the assets that you hold to trade speculate uh, in cura ecosystem do anything you want with that value which also includes ability to for example trade it for unstake tokens so that you can for example unstake very fast by paying some smaller fee to market makers uh that would be one of the examples which you can do uh, outside of being able to stake the non-fungible uh, the, the fungible tokens with here you can also stake the non-fungible tokens so if the governance determines that oh yeah it is worth for us to whitelist specific um group of NFTs, like say, I apes, right? Maybe uh, in the future, apes are not only something that is, is like a status, but maybe can be treated of like real um, something that has inherent inherent value. So you would be able to bring your apes or maybe digitalize, digitalize real estate and stake that. So that you can make a passive mm-hmm. income from your NFT but still get a derivative of your NFT so that you can trade it. So you make passive income, you uh, for that that you secure the network, but still you you remain in control of all your assets and have still the ability to use that point.
0: Yeah, I didn't know you could stake NFTs. That's actually really interesting. Can it only be like certain types of NFTs, um, like ones with utility or ones that are associated with virtual real estate, or could it be um, an art-based one? Does it matter
1: to so much? There, so there are two reasons why you would want, why the governance of the network would want any specific token to be staked. One reason is that you want to increase the security of the network. What's the security of the proof of stake? It's the value at stake distributed among as many unique non-civil validators as possible. So this might be one goal, right? The net governance says, we need to introduce more security, more trust to our network so people can come in and bring their asset in uh, to Kira and trust it. Right, you probably wouldn't trust, let's say, bringing uh 10 million dollars to to the network the, where you have only one million dollars at stake. Right, would you be comfortable sending even to a DeFi protocol uh your 10 million dollars if if there is only let's say one million dollars uh, already uh, at stake? I think it, it wouldn't be very trustworthy for you. Uh, yeah. so this is one. Right, bring, mm-hmm. uh, we want to attract a governance. Might want to attract uh, tokens with very high value, which exists in the real world. That would be, let's say, real estate. Right, someone take comes in with their digitalized Dubai Tower uh, and wants to add security to kira Why not allow them to profit from that? And by doing so, bring a lot of interest, a lot of trust. And that generates um, network fees, uh, and not directly, but uh, cost more interest so that the entire network can profit from it. So we covered the first use case. The second use case is a speculative use case. So, for example, there might be this, let's say, uh, a new NFT series. Uh, I don't know, Apes 2.0, Apes 3.0, uh, Punks, something, right? Uh Dodge banks. Uh, whatever that wouldn't be. Uh, the network can determine that okay, you know what? Maybe it's worth to whitelist those NFTs because if they are brought to Kira, they will be traded on the Kira NFT marketplace. They will not be traded on OpenSea, they will not be traded on uh looks, right? Uh on, on, on the Rares, like they will be brought to Kira because. Why not, like you can just hold your nFT and you'll be making a passive income and uh, while you 're making the passive income, you can take the derivative of your nFT and you can use it on the Kira marketplace so this can this mechanism can be used by the governance to attract what is viral at a given point of time so if there is something that is coming in right now it might be worth to sacrifice a small percentage of uh, the fee rewards and blog rewards that the network generates in order to attract this audience, which in turn will bring even more revenue. So this is sort of a positive feedback loop. The more assets you have at stake, uh, the more security there is, the more liquidity there is, and the more liquidity there is, there is uh, more use of DeFi on Kira, and that brings more fees, which in turn you can use to attract even more people, to bring even more stake, and the cycle repeats itself as long as there is, uh, as it doesn't reach a set saturation point uh, in the ecosystem. So this is kind of uh, core of the consensus, and those are two kind of reasons why you might want to uh, stake uh, whitelist NFT for staking, or for that matter, whitelist any type of token, because it doesn't have to be NFT, it can be fungible token as well.
0: Nice. That it seems to like get it well put together, everything from staking to liquidity providing. Um, and, and hosting. Um, so it sounds like you guys have really got a good ecosystem. What stage are you guys in right now? Have you guys fully launched this, or are you guys still rolling it out?
1: So right now we are still in a testnet phase, which is okay. slowly coming to an end. Uh, the Kira consensus, the core of the consensus, is based off the tender meet and out of all the tendermint projects like uh, binance smart chain cosmos hub and hundreds others we currently have one of the largest testnets that ever existed in such an ecosystem with a uh, largest non-sybil number of validators so we still accept people to come in the testnet is one of the largest testnets, the main testnets out there. We had to design custom tools to even make it possible for so many people to connect. It's currently Uh, over 600 validators uh, out of which, I think we are around 300 which are active, like actively producing blocks at this point of time. It's more than 600 who whitelisted themselves and tried to produce at least one block on the network. Uh, So this is the stage we are in right now. We have uh, a governance module finished we have a uh, upgrade module finished so that we can make upgrades so we can create an upgrade proposals and uh, the daemon running the uh, blockchain application can self upgrade itself by observing that there all oh, there is this proposal on chain uh, so we have this upgrade we have an identity register, which is an, um, similar to like dot identity register, where you can say like, what's your name, who you are, and so on. But it is made in more decentralized way. Uh, so we had that model finished. Uh, we have uh, recently finished the universal basic income model, so that every validator in Kira is incentivized by a basic income, uh, so that. The validators can come with large stake, cannot come in and push you out of the validator set. If you are part of the Kira network, if you are a unique individual, you'll be earning revenues, which are consistent so that you can pay off the servers. You might, you have, you have a guaranteed survival. Of your node, so that you can um, expand your your business as a validator. And uh, right now, we are preparing the fee distribution module and a staking module, uh, multi-bonded proof of staking module. But we plan to launch it after uh, after the mainnet, uh, so that it's going to be similar to how Polkadot launched. Uh, There is the initial phase where there is just a basic consensus, a POA, and then we create an upgrade proposal and this upgrade proposal activates uh, the multi-bonded proof of stakes and uh, decentralizes the the governance power from just one person that launches it initially to the set of all the validators securing it.
0: Nice. If someone wanted to set themselves up as a validator, what would they have to do essentially? Would they just connect a wallet or do they have to download anything? How does that kind of work or will work?
1: So currently we created an application which Mm -hmm. runs a validator on your behalf, a sort of daemon. If you join testers.kira.network, it will redirect you to the Telegram group and in that telegram group uh, you can find the pinned post and there are links to the software uh, you can download usually you copy a single uh, line of code which can download for you a kira manager which is a tool which will launch for you a validator node will set up the network all you provide to it is an ip address of another node in the network and it will sync the blockchain from that node uh, and it will be up and running i think in a span of uh, say 30 minutes an hour i should be able to join the network Uh, it's also worth to note that only people who participate in our test net before we announce incentivized game, before we launch, only they will be eligible to be part of the initial validator set. Uh, there is going to be KYC for initial set of validators, so we ensure that people who launch the network that they are really unique individuals and not just uh, one person that is running thousand nodes because this is not a really useful case uh but this is our plan like if we see you can still join the testnet it should be very easy to do so uh, if you have any issues we do have live support uh, you can text support.kira.network and they can help you out even if you are uh, not yet very well familiar with running your own nodes, uh the kira is designed in such a way that we do not punish if your node goes offline so it is very friendly it is designed so that you can run the nodes at home you don't need to run in amazon because you will be slashed or like your money will be taken away like that's that's not the case in kira you can run the software at home if something goes wrong uh, even if you commit doubles. doubles uh Double, uh, double signing, and a, you commit a fault that should not happen on typical proof of stake. There is a recovery process through, through the governance that protects your your money when you stake and the people that delegate to you. So it is not like you can trip over the cable and data center and screw something horribly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those cases we have covered, and it, it is not difficult.
0: Nice. It sounds like you guys got really buttoned up. Um, where can people find Kira online and on social media?
1: It's um, very easy to find us. Uh, telegram, it's tg.kira.network. The website is kira.network. Uh, the, the telegram, the Twitter is uh, twitter.kira.network. Our blog is blog.kira.network. So it is very easy to find us. It's hard mm-hmm. to uh, make the mistakes. And we do have domain set up for every uh, for every social network, just just input your social network name and then qr dot the network, and you should securely be able to land on the desired page without getting scammed by different pages trying to tell you that this is the qr page. Uh, gotcha. So I think that's the simplest way.
0: What about you? Are you on social media?
1: Yeah, I'm on social media. I'm asmodat on that on, uh, on Twitter.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Guys, go check out Asmoday. Go check out Kira. uh, Make sure to like the video and subscribe. Matt, thanks for taking the time to come on the show. Really do appreciate it. Learned a lot about Kira, uh, the network, how you guys work, everything from um, staking to liquidity providing to hosting. Um, It's very exciting what you guys are doing. Excited to see it roll out fully and um, welcome back anytime in the future too.
1: Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here.
0: Pleasure to have you. All right. Talk soon. Bye. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye.